And Mike Yardley's with us. Hey, Mike. Kia ora, Jack. Our getaway for this week is Cairns and the Great Barrier Reef, a beautiful part of the world. And I mean, Cairns is a classic gateway city, right? But Kiwis love it. They certainly do, Jack. And I'm hoping more Kiwis will in a few days' time because I was watching Hipkins yesterday and <laughs> it would appear that... Uh, we may be uh, up and running again with Queensland in a few days' time. Yeah, so that I think that's right, right? The, the Queensland um, green flights are starting again. Obviously, New South Wales will not be happening for a wee yeah. while at least, but Queensland's yeah. back up and going. Yes, um, and hopefully two-way quarantine-free um, should uh, be confirmed early next week, so yeah. that would be great. But, yeah, I love Cairns, uh, Jack. I think what um, makes it chime with Kiwis is that it's nice and compact. It's not an overwhelming city. It's, um, it's very strollable. And as, of course, uh, you probably know, um, you know, in the last decade or so, they've spent gazillions on that Esplanade development, which just keeps on rolling. So you've got that kick-ass boardwalk, that massive saltwater lagoon pool on the waterfront, uh, no crocs in the pool. Um, the landscaping works are just so good. And it, to me, feels like this sweet little city in a tropical garden. The, the dining scene just keeps... Um, enhancing as well. My favourite spot, by the way, I'm on my last trip a couple of weeks ago in Ken's Prawn Star. Now, this is mm. such a cool restaurant because it's essentially a flotilla of old fish, fishing trawlers. They've tied them up at the marina. The idea is you just basically clamber on board, uh, order up a platter of super fresh seafood and stuff yourself silly on oysters, prawns, mad, uh, mud oh. crabs and Morton Bay bugs, Jack, and just wash it down with ice-cold beer, life is good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds outstanding. What about Palm Cove, which is, I think, just yes. north just north of town, right? Yeah, it is. North if you're town, yeah. on route to Port Douglas, it's about, I think, from memory, 20, 30 minutes north of Cairns. Um, and I think it's definitely worth a day trip. You may even want to stay there longer. Yeah. And I think the beauty of Palm Cove is that it is just so laid back. It's this lush leafy little princess by the coral sea. Um, the old paperbark Malaluka trees shade the beach and people just go gaga over those. It is ridiculously good looking this place. Yeah. And I actually reckon it's reminiscent of some of those far-flung coastal settlements uh, in Hawaii where you've got, you know, cosy little cottages, chilled out eateries and a very sort of lazy day tempo yeah. setting the tone. So yeah. yeah, definitely worth checking out. Nice. Did, did you get out onto the reef? I did. From Cairns, I went, first of all, to Fitzroy Island. So oh, yeah. It's just a 45-minute boat ride away. Um, it's a designated national park. It used to be joined to the mainland before the Ice Age came along. Um, but um, So the Aboriginals back in the day would walk, you know, from Fitzroy yeah. Island yeah. to modern-day Cairns. Amazing. Um, but, yeah, it's a gorgeous island, spectacular walking trails, abundant marine life in those calm, sheltered waters. I loved their turtle rehab facility, one of the biggest in Queensland. They will rehab turtles from way up at Cape York and bring them to Fitzroy sure. Island if they've been hit by a passing jet ski. Um, and Fitzroy's also home to Nudie Beach. Despite the name, birthday suits are not welcome, but it's a <laughs> dreamy sweep of a beach and was actually crowned yeah. Australia's best beach three years ago. It's a real family favourite. Oh, nice. How healthy are the coral gardens? Oh, the big question. Yeah. It's so political, isn't it, Jack? Um, I Which have it shouldn't admit, be, though, should it? It's, anyway, sorry. Yeah, you no, go. it probably shouldn't be. Mm. But I think there is a little bit of overstating of the doom and gloom around these um, uh, gardens because 
the marine biologists I spoke to, first of all, at Fitzroy Island, uh, they said, you might be surprised how good our colours are. Yeah. And I took a bit of a snorkel around the coral gardens. And yes, I mean, the blaze of the pinks and the purples and the apricots, it was quite reaffirming. Now, they were hammered by the bleaching events in 2016 at Fitzroy Island. Right. And definitely over the summer months, the biologists said, yeah, when that water temperature spikes, you do see a lot of those sort of cloudy colours start to dominate the yeah. coral. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're actually quite excited at Fitzroy at how well the fringing reef seems to bounce back uh, in, the, in, in our winter months as such. It does right. seem to recover. And they're definitely giving nature a helping hand at Fitzroy. They are planting a million corals around the island mm. over the next five years. Right. Okay. Oh, planting the corals. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, grow them in the trees and then um, sort of sew them back onto the reef. Yeah, yeah. See, because yeah. I, I was, I was on the. I'm trying to think when it was. I was on the barrier two years ago. Two I remember you went. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It must have been two years ago, I suppose. I mean, scuba, yep. scubaing out there for a few days, and you I did. remember yeah. then thinking, oh, the coral was okay, but there was definitely a a bit of bleaching. And it's so hard to. Yeah. I mean, it's so hard to get. You know, when you're just in like one tiny bit of a reef that's, that's fifteen hundred kilometers long or whatever it is, it's hard yeah. to get an overall yeah. picture. But uh, yeah, um, but that's that's good to hear. What about yeah. reefing it further up the coast from Port Douglas? Where, where's good up there? Yeah, well, I um, would definitely recommend taking a day trip with a company called Sail Away, a very strong eco sort of ethos, mm. um, and they operate um, an incredible trip to the northern section of the Barrier Reef. You actually go into the outer reef to these two sandy coral keys called Mackay and Undine mm. Key. Uh, I think they actually have exclusive rights to take tourists to these keys. And like little sand pits in the ocean lassoed by this giant nautical candy store of shallow coral gardens. What really blew me away, Jack? The clam gardens, the giant clam gardens. Man, they're incredible. And, you know, you'll see green turtles cruising by as you're ogling the clams. Yeah. Um, And once again, uh, the the colours of those coral gardens was mesmerising, as mesmerising as the fish life. Yeah. And, yeah, the marine biologists up there they kept uh, also hammering home the message to me that don't believe all of the catastrophizing rhetoric. There was a major bleaching event five years ago, but our gardens are recovering. So take from it what you want. So, so well, I mean, what was the bleaching bleaching like? Uh, well, in 2016, yeah. I think that was considered the biggest bleaching event, you know, in, in recent decades. Yeah. Um, and generally, the, the, the pattern seems to be that, yeah, once you hit the summer months, November, December, January, you'll see damage to the reef start to emerge right. with the higher water temperatures. But I don't know, is, is this a case of climate adaptation where <clears throat> once the cooler months arrive, does the reef manage to, to sort of, you know, uh, regain its integrity? I, mm. I, I'm no specialist on these things, Jack, but maybe, maybe nature is cleverer than we realise. <laughs> yeah, although, yeah. Uh, I mean, I do. Uh, yeah, I don't think any time we're seeing coral dying or or bleaching, and I know that it, you know if you have enough bleaching, it can die. That 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 is a good thing. But um, yeah, it's good to hear that in some parts, at least, and and over those winter months, that it's still looking vibrant. It's certainly a gorgeous part of the world. Thank you, Mike.